Welcome to the Authentic and Unapologetic Podcast. My name is Chloe Taylor, and I created this podcast to inspire you to live a life empowered and standing tall in your own authenticity. Because when you do this, you give everyone around you the courage and the strength to do the same. So get cozy and join me as I share my journey and guide you to living your best, most authentic life unapologetically. and welcome back to the channel. My name is Chloe Taylor and I am a intuitive psychic tarot card reader, a Western astrologer or a tropical astrologer, as well as just somebody that loves spirituality and talking about it. So today we are going to basically continue our earlier conversation, though you don't need to watch that video to watch this one. I would recommend going back and watching it if you want a little more information. But I did a video quite a while ago on spirit guides and kind of my experience with having the divine really sweep into my life and make dramatic changes. And so I will card that video above for you so you can reflect on it later. It will also be linked down below. If you're just listening on the podcast, I will also put the podcast episode and the video in the description for you. But basically today my popular demand, many of you asked, okay, but how do you actually connect with your spirit guides? You kind of talked a lot about your experiences with them and you gave a little bit of information, but I wanted to give you like a top five. If you are doing these things, I truly believe that you will make some kind of contact with your spirit guides. I do feel like there are a few disclaimers I need to hit before we get into the tips, but I will also timestamp this video. If you're watching the video and not just listening to the podcast, I will timestamp it so that you are able to kind of jump around if you want to. But the first disclaimer I want to say is that most people, it's like you kind of have to get past the part where you just don't believe in yourself or anything outside of you. If you don't believe in magic or you don't believe in spirit guides at a core basic level, it's going to be a lot harder for you to actually make that contact because everybody has a spirit team or spirit guides that work with them. Everybody, there is not a single person on the planet that does not have them. So you don't even need to question whether you have them. You do. It's, it's almost like we have been very conditioned as a society. Now, this isn't going to be everybody, but many of us have been conditioned to have to see it to believe it. And it doesn't really work like that. In order to experience that in your life, you kind of already have to just believe that it's there. So step number one is just to understand that there is not a single person that doesn't have a spirit team or spirit guides. I believe we all have multiple. So you don't need to worry about the, do I even have them? The second thing is if you are wanting to hone in on that relationship with your spirit team, there's already a desire in you for it. Then your spirit team is probably wanting that from you. The reason you even have the desire for it should implicate to you or indicate to you that it's possible that that is what they are wanting from you. So I imagine if you clicked on this video, most of you probably do desire that. So rest assured that they want that relationship just as much as you do. And the last thing I want to notate before we actually jump into the tips on how to do this is that I feel like some people believe that like an actual form of a being is just going to show up in front of them. And for some people that might be the case, but for many people that is not going to be the case. And it's not about just having your physical and they're not even physical like we are. 
they honestly, I believe, live next to us, but they are at a higher dimension than we are. So if we are not at the place where we can omit that frequency to elevate ourselves to their dimension, most likely they're not going to just appear in a physical-like form in front of us. And I think that's what a lot of people are looking for with their guides. It's like, I want to see them. I want to know their names. And I believe that you can have that, but it's not going to be the experience for every single person. So don't judge your experience based off of what somebody else has experienced. It's all your own beautiful experience to have. And don't judge yourself so hard if you don't see an actual physical representation of your guide standing in front of you or multiple guides standing in front of you. Honestly, that almost to me gets into the territory of mediumship and not everybody is here to be a medium, even though I believe all of us have that capacity to some degree, not everybody is going to see it that way, especially if you're afraid. I feel like many of us, myself included, we have been conditioned to be afraid of spirits, of ghosts, of, you know, whatever you want to call that. We've been, we've been conditioned to be afraid of it. And so we don't want to see it. Even if we think we want to see it, if there is a core belief that you're holding, even on a subconscious level of fear, then they're not just going to show up. It doesn't like fear is not going to help you in that instance. For me, I'm pretty direct with my spirit team. I'm like, listen, you can interfere in my life in X amount of ways, but actually physically seeing you is something I'm not ready for. So I set that precedent. I don't want that right now because I don't feel that I've worked through my own fears and my own blockages around it. So I feel like there's just a lot to be unpacked about fear in general and fearing what you're going to see. And because of that fear, you're almost blocking the connection or being more aware of the connection. So I feel like that's all I'm going to say there. Let's go ahead and actually get into the tips. Now, the first tip, you could have guessed this, I'm sure, because I don't know a single spiritual person out there that doesn't preach this day and night, and that is meditation. And I want to say some stuff on meditation because I feel like every day and every night, all spiritual people are like, oh my gosh, you need to meditate, da 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 it's, But like, hear me out. I am somebody that is very logical focused in tropical astrology, which is what I'm choosing to focus on, I believe, going forward on my channel because it's what I know and what I want to study more. I kind of went through this phase where I was like, maybe I want to learn more about sidereal and Vedic astrology, but I feel that I am better suited for tropical at this time. So I probably will announce that in another video going forward that I plan to stick with tropical astrology. But with tropical astrology, um, I'm a Gemini moon. And so I feel like I also have like a high level of like, I also have Gemini in just a lot of different places in my chart, but I have such a high level of like needing mental stimuli. And so often, and I'm only telling you this because some of you might relate to this and it might be a little bit helpful. Um, I don't do these because I want to sit down and just talk about myself all the time. I do these because I feel like all I can do is give you my real life experience. So I am somebody that mentally I require a lot of stimulation. Even when I'm working on video stuff, I'm the kind of person that will have TV on in the background, music on in my ear. Like I like to be constantly stimulated and there is a point where overstimulation can happen, but I like to be constantly stimulated with my senses as I'm doing things. So keeping that in mind, when I wake up in the morning, 
it's like the freshest I am, right? My mind is probably moving the fastest. And so meditation for me, I have discovered right in the morning is actually really difficult. And I don't think it's impossible. I think we can get ourselves to slow down, but I'm somebody that mentally in the morning, I want to go, 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 go. I don't want to sit down and slow myself down. And sometimes if I do, I will end up slowing down so much to the point that I don't want to do anything for the rest of the day. So I would encourage you to play around with that. If meditation is something that you feel like you really haven't been able to just get into, and a lot of it is because our minds are moving so quickly, it's hard to slow them down, especially if you feel like you have a lot of stuff to get done that day. That's me. I have a lot of shit to get done. I'm self-employed. I run a podcast, a YouTube channel, an Instagram, a TikTok, like... I know the social media stuff might seem like it's not necessarily something that's time consuming, but when you're producing a bunch of content that is geared toward like self betterment and helping others, I take that very seriously. So all these different areas, right? I'm spreading myself out, putting myself in all these different places that right in the morning, that's the first thing I'm thinking about is how can I get all this content out? How can I use my brain power the most effectively right in the morning? So morning meditation not always the best for me. Unless I have a day that's free, I'm more likely to morning meditate. But don't let people tell you how you need to do it. If you want to sit down and actually drop into yourself, really clear your mind. If nighttime works better for you, if lunchtime works better for you, use the time that you feel like is the best. I feel like many people preach right in the morning is the best. And for many people it is. And for myself, sometimes that is the case, but don't feel like if you don't do it right in this window in the morning that you cannot do it. Last night I meditated maybe an hour or two before for bed. And it was one of the best meditations I've had in a long time. And the second point in meditation is that it doesn't have to be for like an hour a day, honestly, even five minutes a day, because what that does is it actually helps your brain to learn how to slow down a little bit more, make more space for yourself. And it helps you to be less reactive. So Even scientifically, we could get into like a lot of science behind meditation and why it's so brilliant and why we should all be doing it. But when we talk about connecting with our spirit guides, spirit guides are not going to be in that chaotic energy with you. If you are in the chaos, they aren't necessarily like sometimes when it's really chaotic, they'll be there. But notice, even if you watch my original video on my experiences, the times that my guides showed up for me were in the moments that I was still and quiet and focused. They don't normally exist in that high chaotic energy. So find the time that you can be more still and that's when they are more likely to show up. During meditation, during the quiet moments, when you see things like synchronicity in numbers, synchronicity in different symbolism, you know, in those quiet moments when you are able to actually take the time to notice and you're not just go, 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 react, 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 react. That's when it happens. So Yes, I am going to preach meditation at you and tell you that it is something that you should implement. And if you're not already doing it, don't feel like it has to be an everyday occurrence. Be easy on yourself. Maybe you want to set a goal for yourself of doing meditation three days out of the week, five minutes of those three days. Start there and just build on that habit. And I do, I will say from my own experience with meditation, 
In the beginning, I was one of those people that was like, this does not work for me. I can't do this. And it was because I was in resistance to slowing down because I'm very go, 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 go oriented. And when I realized that, number one, it was a time of a day thing for me in the evening, I am more likely to slow down and I'm able to give myself that time more effectively. But on the second part of that, not only am I able to do it more effectively there, but it, it doesn't have to look like every other person's, you know, we see all these spiritual morning routines and it's like, you got to meditate for 30 minutes and you can build on that skill. It's not something that you just start doing overnight and it's all or nothing. And if you don't do it all, then it's nothing. Five minutes a day, three days a week, start there and write it down. You are something ridiculous. I want to say like 45% or it might even be higher than that. Don't quote me on that. But it's like some ridiculous percentage. When you write down your goals, you are way more likely to actually achieve them. So write it, write it down, put it in your planner, put it on your calendar, put it in your phone at, you know, today, this is a task that I want to make sure that I'm doing and know that it's for you. So meditation, I hope that that was helpful because I, I do feel that I hear that a lot. Like meditation's not for me. It doesn't work for me. Meditation works for everyone. I really do believe that. It's just, you have to make it work for you. It's not going to be a one size fits all. For some people, it's going to also be with music. For some people, it's going to be with complete silence. For some people, it's going to be with a guided meditation. I have a playlist that I will link down below, whether you're on the podcast or on the video, that is all the meditations I like to do. When I feel like I can't get centered in myself to just do it on my own, I have guided meditations that I like to use. So I will link those for you. I even have one that I made on this channel for you. That's like a 10 minute, just like clearing of the chakras. So let's move on. I feel like I dwelled way too long on meditation, but the second thing is going to be prayer and hear me out on this one. I am somebody that I used to be Mormon. Okay. I understand that like, I want you to know that basically whether you are religious or you are not, I am not religious at this time. I do not follow an organized religion, but whether you are religious or you are not, prayer is so acceptable. Prayer is something that I feel like everyone is able to do. Even if you are just praying to nature, that's fine. It doesn't have to even be something beyond you or above you. You can take a moment to pray to yourself. But I feel like some of my most profound experiences with my spirit guides, again, watch the original video, excuse me, or listen to the original podcast, but my most profound experiences have come after prayer. And even last night in my own experience, I spent some time praying last night and I've been having a really difficult week this week. And I felt all of that energy just dissipate and be lifted away. And I know that one of my guides was there because they poked me like somebody was there with me because they poked my shoulder. And I was like, okay, that's enough. Like I got kind of freaked out for a second. I was like, that's enough. Um, but prayer is so, so valuable. And honestly, I feel like even if you are non-religious like myself, you can kind of even look at prayer on a religious spectrum and see how valuable it is. Meaning Think about people that pray before they eat and they bless the food and they give gratitude. Now look at the spiritual community and how they're like, talk to your water, talk to your coffee, put your intentions into it. Same fucking thing. Same thing. Literally praying over your food or even just setting intention in that way. Same thing. 
literally to me, it is the same thing. And I apologize to those of you that are maybe more religious in organized religion. I'm not trying to be offensive or put your religion down. I firmly believe that every religion in some way is correct. And being non-religious is also correct. It's whatever makes you the best version of yourself that you can be in this lifetime. That's what makes it correct. So um, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Like I said, I have a Mormon history. Like that was where I was born and raised for 18 years until I decided to kind of take my own path. So in that don't discount the power of prayer. And whether that's praying to God, the universe, nature, or just saying words of affirmation and intention to yourself. To me, I believe that that is still a form of prayer. It's powerful. And so when you're thinking of connecting with your spirit guides, set the intention, open the space, start a prayer, you know, talk to that energy around you, that energetic field around you and just set the intention. I'll give you an example because I always love working with examples. I will give you a fresh example of myself last night. As I was saying, I was having a really hard time this week. I think I've spent more time crying this week than not crying. And that's not normal for me. Normally I'm somebody that my baseline is happiness and I have a pretty high vibration at all times, but this week has just knocked me down. Lunar return. Okay. The eclipse was in Gemini in tropical and in tropical, I'm a Gemini moon. So, you know, I feel like I've really gotten kind of knocked down several pegs this week. And last night I was just like, can you please just lift this away? Help me to have the clarity to not hold on to the anger, to not hold on to this, to be more open to forgiveness. A lot of it has been on like personal instances for me. I don't want to say too much because I do feel like some of that stuff I'm just not ready to open up about, but I asked for very like personal removal of things from my spirit team. And I was like, you know, open my eyes to being able to hold the vibration of unity and love for these people and these instances that I've been going through this week. And I felt it immediately. Like my heart, I always talk about connecting your intentions with your heart center because it is the highest vibrational frequency that we can attune ourselves to is love and the heart chakra. So I always talk about that. And I felt like almost like a cage just being like ripped open and my heart being able to expand to a higher level. And if, if you haven't experienced that feeling it's to me, even in like religion, a lot of times it's taught about like having the Holy Ghost or the still small voice or something to that regard. To me, it's that same experience. It's that same energy of feeling your heart just kind of move in a way. It's almost like it feels like an expansion. And I felt it almost immediately and everything heavy that had been weighing on me for days just lifted away. And I felt like new room for myself to appreciate love and honor myself while honoring unity consciousness, oneness consciousness. And it was just so beautiful. And I was like, wow, why do I ever discount this? Why do I not sit and like pray every day? Because this was all I needed to do was just be quiet for a little bit. I'm, like I said, I've had a really tough week this week. I'm feeling a lot better now after that. <laughs> um, that was actually how this idea for this came to me as I was like, well, what do you do, Chloe, when you want to connect to your spirit team? So prayer, prayer is just so powerful for me. Um, now, the next thing, this one I feel like is extremely important and I kind of touched on it in the beginning of the video, but speaking it into existence, words are called spelling. It's called spelling because it's a spell. 
if you keep saying to yourself and perpetuating that I don't, I don't know how to connect to my spirit team. I don't know how to connect to my guides. I don't know if they're there for me. This, 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 and this, you are perpetuating that constant state of a belief, right? And it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Again, I believe that we have been conditioned as people to really discount discount our own ability to have a deep intuition, understanding, and ability to believe something beyond ourselves. It's very, we have to see it to believe it, right? And again, that's not everybody. I think a lot of people are beyond that. But for many people, it's like, I have to see it to believe it. And for speaking it into existence, just change the way you talk about it. I see this with money as well. People use words like expensive when they're completing a basic human need for themselves. And it's the same way with your spirit team. If you keep saying, I don't know, or I can't make a connection, or, you know, you continue to perpetuate that belief to yourself, right? So change it. I am in alignment to make a connection with my spirit team. My spirit team is always right beside me. I can talk to them anytime I want. Do you see what I'm saying? Even if you aren't quite there yet, speak it into existence and see what happens. Give it a week, literally a week of just taking that moment. Anytime you have a thought or you say something that is on the lines of this is difficult, I can't do it, they aren't there for me, et cetera, et cetera, change it. Give yourself three affirmations of how it's different and see literally seven days. Come back to me and tell me how it's worked out for you. I really have that strong of a belief in your spirit team as well as mine, because I've had a lot of crazy experiences that even in the account of seven days of working to change your belief system, you will see some kind of a result on that. Um, so that one is pretty simple, but just speak it into existence. The next one is to light a candle. This one I feel like a lot of people will really like because we do a lot of candle intention setting on this channel, but light a candle for them. I recommend a white candle or a gold candle personally. Um, I would probably even stick to white if you're not somebody that does a lot of candle magic or candle intention setting, or you've never really worked with candles, but just getting like a white seven day candle. Literally, you can get them at the dollar store for a buck and just lighting one of those and setting the intention with it that, you know, do the, do the thing that we always do in my pick of cards, hands over your heart, or you can even hold the candle over your heart before you light it. Don't be setting yourself on fire. Um, and just say like, this is my intention candle that my spirit team will interact with me with. This is for them. This is to honor them. And you can set the candle out somewhere where you can pay attention to it, light it, and then just, you don't have to focus like so intensely, in my opinion, but you can even ask the flame questions. Now you want to make sure there's no draft. Your candle isn't next to a window. You know, you want to know that it's your energy field or your spirit team that is making the changes. You don't want to, don't give yourself the opportunity to question it. Basically don't give yourself the opportunity of like, Ooh, was it the air conditioning? Was it my fan? Was it the heater? Don't even give yourself the opportunity. Make sure that it is in a room or with you somewhere where that flame isn't going to move unless it moves on its own. And you can ask your candles questions or your guides questions with a candle. You can say like, Hey, are you here with me right now? Give it maybe like 15 seconds. I'm going to say, and see what that flame does. 
for me, every single time I have done that, the flame either grows or it will like kind of flicker around like crazy. And I know that it's not something that I'm doing. I'm not breathing on the candle. I'm far enough away. There's no draft. There's no, do you see what I'm saying? They'll interact with the flame. And that to me is a really like surefire. If you're struggling with, I need to see it to believe it. That is the way that you can get it to be more on a, okay, I see it now try that. Um, I feel like that's a very like real tangible way. And the last thing I have for you is don't stop trying. We kind of talked about that more in the beginning, but don't stop trying. If you have a desire, what is desired by you is destined for you. So the fact that you even have a desire to make that connection with your spirit team means that that is a possibility already available to you. And you can even say that to yourself. That's not my original affirmation. I actually get that from Manifestation Babe. She's such a queen. Follow her on Instagram. She had changed my life. Uh, but she says that what is desired by me is destined for me. So if it is a desire that you truly have to make that kind of connection, already know that it's a possibility. It's already available to you to start making those connections. And that is all I have for you on tips to connect with your guides. I'm sure there are more. Let me know if you would like to know more. I can do more research, see what I can find. Those are just the ways that have really, really worked for me and changed my perspective and given me more of a faith in my spirit team around me. And I've just seen too many miracles. That's all I can say. Again, make sure you watch the original video. I feel like that video, I talk more about the crazy experiences I've had. And I think I give some advice in there, but it's mostly about like the big experiences in my life that have just changed overnight. So I hope this video or this podcast was enjoyable and that you got something out of it, that you're going to try something. Let me know if you've had any experiences with your guides or if you try any of these methods, how it goes. I would love to hear about it in the comment section on the video, which if you're on the podcast will be linked for you, but I love you all so, so much. Please do not forget to follow me on Instagram and TikTok. I'm at Chloe Taylor. I'm actually going to be making some TikToks today, hopefully with my face. I haven't done any face TikToks. I've only done pick a card. So it's going to be interesting. Um, but make sure you follow me over there. Links for that down below and make sure you check out the podcast because there's a lot of stuff like this. If you're on the video that is only on the podcast, there are podcast exclusives that go out every single month. Uh, I want to say like between two and four of them every month. Sometimes the podcasts are all exclusive that month, but every Tuesday morning we put out a new podcast. It comes out before the video. So definitely check it out. And please do not forget when you stand up in your own authenticity, you empower or everyone around you to do the same. If you felt seen, heard, and understood by today's episode, please remember that this podcast is designed from a YouTube channel. Most, if not all of the episodes are actually audio from sit-down videos of mine on my YouTube channel that I have linked down below. Over there, you will find videos that range from tarot, these sit-down chats, and everything else that I believe will light you up from the inside out. This, my social media handles, and so much more are listed in the show notes below. Please never forget that when you stand up in your own own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. I'll talk to you all next week. Mm -hmm.